Hey, what's up? This is Jay Taylor, Real Talk. And I'm talking, I'm going to talk on something today that's been on my mind for a while. And it's about personal racism. Now, you don't know me. I'm a 35-year-old black man. Um, I grew up in the foster care system. Um, uh, uh, my mom uh, put me up for adoption or left me when I was about 10 years old. Um, I've grown up in a lot of different places, okay? I'm one of those people that moved around a lot. My mom moved us a lot, so I lived in Santa Maria. I lived in Santa Barbara with rich people. I've lived in L.A. and Pasadena with people of diverse races and colors. I lived in Anaheim Hills. I was on the tennis club. I've moved around a lot, and I'm an extroverted, talk-a-lot person, so I get to meet a lot of people from around the world, and I get to interact with lots of different people, and that has shaped my opinion and how I view the world and how I look at people. And, and opinions happen, you know, because you can get them from having a limited uh, a breadth of knowledge and interaction or you have a broad one and then you start developing opinions and it doesn't make you right, but you start seeing patterns of behavior. Racism is a big hot topic issue. You know, it's always popping up with the police brutality, with the black on black violence in our community, with with a lot of different elements of cultural appropriation. Some of this is just BS. OK, a lot of this stuff is really just playing a card. And I am not one of those people that believe that because of slavery and racism, I can't succeed. I'm a person that will do his best to succeed and continue fighting for what I believe is right and continue trying to succeed. However, I do acknowledge and recognize that there is a system of racism that built this country that's ingrained into the fabric of this country that is very fucking real. Can I, can I swear on this? Yeah, it's mine. Okay, and, that, and, and you can recognize racism is real and not have to have white guilt or black guilt or whatever. You can just acknowledge it's real, do your part not to be racist, and speak out about racism and these type of things when you see them. And at the same time, it's also your right to do nothing. Okay. It's your right to do nothing about racism. You're not a racist, but you really don't care if other people are racist. You just kind of don't do anything, which is also your right to do that. But it also means you don't get to participate in the conversation. Okay, you don't get to be silent when an unarmed person of color is gunned down doing a casual traffic stop. You don't get to to be silent on that. But then when a young black kid who does try to rob a store gets murdered, be like, well, see, that's why he got killed. You have to keep your mouth shut if you're not going to participate on both sides of the discussion when you see something right or when you see something wrong. And I say the same thing to people who are uh, anti-cop and anti-police. I'm not a big fan of police. I believe that we're, we're inching ourselves towards a police state. I believe cops have too much autonomy and control over the law. But when a cop does something right, I'm going to post a video of a cop shooting somebody or beating a protester. I'm also going to post a video about a cop doing the right thing and coming through to help people up. So here's what the deal is. I find myself now at 35 years old becoming more racist towards white people. And it's a really hard thing for me. My foster parents, a lot of my friends who I grew up with were white. And I never really tripped on it. But then as I got older and I experienced more and more situations where I was treated so much differently than the people around me. And that the people around me didn't even seem to notice or acknowledge it as a reality. And so, and after years and years of this, I, I started getting a bit of a stone under my tongue. And I think a lot of black people who grew up in, in white neighborhoods and white areas feel it too. There are so many things that, that, that just happen that make no sense and that are totally okay. I live in a world where I'm not allowed to lose my temper. I live in a world where if I stand up for myself, I'm uppity or I could be beat up for it. I live in a world where a white woman can do whatever she wants to or talk to however she wants to to me. 
and start crying and I'm immediately the bad guy. I live in a world where I'm a suspect before I'm a suspect for doing something. It is a really intense situation and it is a reality. Now, as a black man, I'm not going to sit and cry about my lot in life and be like, oh, there's no way I can succeed. I can't stand up on my own. Oh, my God, the world's so against me. Everyone's so racist. That's not the reality. But the reality is racism exists in us. It exists inside of our mindset. And I'm a black person who's now becoming more racist, not because white people are bad or evil, not because of slavery, but because of the indifference and the apathy that I experienced from white people towards the, the, the situation and the struggles. As a black man, really, I'm asked to and required to fight for women's rights, hashtag me too's. I'm, I'm supposed to stand up and fight for gay rights. I'm supposed to stand up and fight for trans rights. I'm supposed to be all these different things for all these different minority groups that are very privileged and actually considerably well off inside of society. They're doing fairly well in their movements. Yet my movement is in considered reverse racism. If uh, a gay man has an issue, then I got to be 100% behind him or else I'm a homophobe. But if I have an issue that concerns my community as a black man, a gay person can still be like, well, you know, you probably shouldn't have done it that way. Or they can throw their little spin on it. Or the favorite one is talking about racism or experiencing racism is racist. Nah, racism is something that happens and talking about it doesn't make me a racist. It makes me a real person commenting on a real situation in real life. We live in a very strange time right now where I've observed some amazing examples of white privilege. I didn't even like using that word two, three years ago. When it started popping up, I was like, white privilege, that's dumb. Like, don't say that. Like, to me, it just seemed like a stupid thing to say. Like, it sounded like a, an excuse. So when people started throwing around the word white privilege, I was like, dude, chill out. Like, yeah, white people can get away with some shit, but they, it's not really a privilege. But now, after three years of just observing and listening and watching more and more the things that I see light-skinned people do and get away with, I am amazed. And it's an audacity that a lot of white people possess. And I'm not generalizing saying all white people are evil. And if you, and if you hear what I'm saying and you hear that, then turn off this podcast You'll close books, turn off the internet because you're not listening to the heart of what I'm saying. If you can't see beyond that point, that point on the tip of your nose, then I can't help you. There is an air that white people have where they know they can pretty much do and say whatever they want to. And they act this way. And it's fucking terrifying to be, a, to be around people who literally feel like the world owes them something or that they're able to just get, take, grab whatever they want, say, do whatever they want without repercussions. And that's the big thing about racism. If you really want to understand the black struggle, if you really want to understand struggle, it's about consequences for your actions, right? I live in a world where if I yell at somebody, like if let's say I'm out, out having a dinner and I yell at somebody, I got 10 cameras on me. And I got people scared calling 911 so a cop can come and hypothetically cuff, beat, or shoot my ass. That's a reality that I live in. So I have to live in a world where I can't even yell or lose my temper. And of course, someone's going to listen to this and be like, well, you should never yell or lose your temper, golly gee willikers. Listen, life sometimes makes you upset. You want to yell. I see white people freak out, throw bottles, do crazy shit. Nobody calls the cops on them. Nobody's freaking out. Everyone's like, hey, calm down, friend. Hey, everything's going to be okay. Let me buy you a beer. And it's outrageous. And I've seen this happen so many times over the past couple years. It drives me insane. Why this podcast is happening tonight is I'm also a DJ and I'm a rapper. Tonight while I'm performing, someone comes in there, touches my laptop. They're grabbing my microphone. I'm like, dude, you need to stop. You need to stand back. These are two. It's a white girl and a white guy. They're doing this. I look at the owner of the bar. I'm like, hey, can you stop these people from doing this while I'm trying to play my set? He looks at me and just kind of shrugs his shoulders because... 
he feels like he can't really tell them what to do or how to do. This has happened multiple times, by the way. This is not something that's just happened one time. I've had young white girls push me out of my way in the DJ booth, and I got to look at them. I'm a 5'10", 210-pound, uh, fairly muscular man. And these girls will walk up and just push me and then look at me. And I yelled at a girl tonight, and what did she start doing when I yelled at her for touching my stuff again and spilling her drink over my gear? I'm like, you need to back up. I yelled at her. You need to back up. She starts crying, right? White girl starts crying after fucking my stuff up, and immediately the whole bar turns and looks at me, look at her, and immediately I'm the bad guy. The bar owner asked me to leave. I've got to go during my DJ set because this drunk girl felt so inclined and so privileged that she can walk up behind my area and disrespect me not only as a man and as a musician, but as a black person, she knows all she has to do is cry at the end of whatever she does wrong, and she's immediately forgiven. It's this type of shit that's got me feeling more racist because I'm like, there is no world ever where I could or another black person could walk into a bar, walk up behind a DJ booth and push somebody out of the way, a black DJ or a white DJ, a DJ of any color and get away with that shit. Bouncers would be grabbing you and throwing your ass out. Bartenders would be screaming at you. The cops would get called. Racism is a real thing. And I think the real thing that rubs me wrong, besides the, 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 the uh, I was going to say gregarious or the huge instances of racism, is the subtle stuff that we have to deal with every day. It's those small things. It's a death by a thousand cuts. But when you're at cut 700 and you know where this is going, you tend to lose your temper. This is, this is a message for anybody that wants to listen to it. It's not about black versus white. Let me be really clear. It's not about skin color. What it's about is about mentality. It's about respecting other people. It's respecting their struggles. It's also respecting your own struggles as your own and dealing with them as an adult, reaching logical conclusions, manning up, womaning up, and accepting your lot in life, be it big or small, and doing what you can to succeed and not make excuses. But don't walk around rubbing your privilege in people's faces. And don't walk around assuming that everyone's going to be friendly and nice to you and your bullshit when you drop it. Because the thing is, people have a short fuse right now, okay? It's a, it's a powder keg right now, culturally. And we're doing what we can to try and make things right. We're trying to be pleasant. We're trying to understand each other. We're trying to support everybody. And, and for those of us who are trying, and by the way, if any white people out there feel like, oh, you're being dissed right now, don't feel that way. I acknowledge the fact there's a thousand million non-white people or non non-racist white people out there that just go about their daily lives and they really aren't racism they got a little bit of prejudice but let's be honest who doesn't who doesn't have a little bit of prejudices that's not the problem the problem is when you start walking around and abusing that and you use that to harm other people or come up on other people or you use that to your benefit that's a societal issue and I'm not sure how to deal with it because like I said tonight was like a straw that broke my 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 racist camel's back I was just like you, you, because you're white and crying, you can get away with this because you're a white guy. No one's going to stop you from just being ridiculous. And, and, and there's a bunch of examples of this that have happened to me. And I could sit and list them all to you. And that just sounds like, you know, maybe I'm just ranting. But really what I'm saying is this is real situation that real people go through on a daily basis of being disrespected, slandered. And I'm not talking about because, you know, people always say, well, I'm a woman. It's exactly the same for me, too. I was sitting on the bus yesterday and some guy had his leg spread to why he was manspreading or even mansplaining. Don't start equating people's struggle. Each struggle has a different sort of sting to it. Each one has a different angle. And I think if white people really want to help, they need to acknowledge the subtle shit that they do that is disrespectful and rude. And I'm not talking about listening to rap music or some dumb shit. Or if you want to wear a, a dashiki or a head wrap or do whatever, you can do That's That's just what it is. You, just, you want to borrow some fashion, that's fine. But if you're actively 
And I, you know when you're doing it too, when you're actively playing on the fact that you're white and you, know you can get away with something, you're doing something wrong in my opinion. And if you're trying to put your hands on or if you're trying to run up on black people because you're a white female or you're a white dude and you know that everyone's going to have your back, that is going to backfire on you because you're going to run up on the wrong black dude one day. You're going to run up on the wrong person one day who's going to look at you and be like, you know what, I'm tired of it. And you can get your ass handed to you. And that person's going to go to jail for whipping your ass. And you're going to get your ass whooped. And it doesn't help anybody. And I'm not saying that person's right for whooping your ass. But eventually, if you ask for something enough times, you're going to get it. Stop asking for things you don't want in your life. And respect the fact other people exist and have struggles. Respect their space. Respect their boundaries. Respect their point of view. And by respect it, I'm not saying you have to agree with them. This is this weird PC culture right now where everyone has to agree with everybody. No, I don't have to agree with you at all. You don't have to agree with this. What you should do, though, is what's beneficial for all people is just have your ears open a little bit. You can hear an idea without adopting it into reality or rejecting it. You can just hear it. Hear it out and hear where someone's coming from. Anyway, my name is Jay Taylor, and this is Real Talk.